Welcome to the teaching ministry of the man of God, Kelvin Elsin Gutson. Be ready to receive deep insight into the mysteries of Christ and be equipped in your inner mind to reign in glory in life. This morning, glorify yourself in us. As you cause your way to abide fully in us. We call for your maturity in us. Your sustained growth in our spirit. That we shall continually grow in you. We bless you. For you are Lord. And all the things said, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Please take your seat. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The more excellent way. And I'm going to do a quick recap for those who are not here with us to benefit. We read from the book of 1 Corinthians 12, 31. That we can convert all gifts, all spiritual gifts. But Paul said, let me then show you the more excellent way. And he jumps to 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1 to 13, and he talks about the more excellent way. And in verse 13, he talks to us about hope, faith, but he says, we should hold on to love. And we found out that the Spirit of God actually impacts love. So without the Spirit of God, you cannot experience love. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we saw love to be a fruit of the Spirit. Then we looked at the greatest commandment of all. And I will begin today from there. So the book of Matthew, chapter number 22, verse number 34. Say, but when the Pharisees heard that he had silent the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love your Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depends all the law and the prophets. Matthew <laughs> So by peer recognition, we get to know that the, the, the entire law and prophets, Genesis to Malachi, is summed out in one word. Love. Then I did a further study to know that Matthew to Revelation is also summed up in one word. Love. 
So Genesis to Revelation is summed up in one word. Love. How is it so? I didn't say this. The book of Joshua, chapter number 22, verse number 5. Joshua 22, verse number 5. The word says, Only be very careful to observe the commandment and the law that Moses, the servant of the law, commanded you to love the Lord your God and to walk in his way and keep his commandment and cling to him, to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. What's the most important thing? The most important thing is that the most now, I, I, I want us to examine something quickly, very quickly. It's an observation. It says, Joshua 22, 5 says, Only be careful to observe the commandments and hear it. He says, The commandments and the law that Moses, the servant of the law, Commanded you. And he says, To love the Lord your God and walk and to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments. So, you realize that walking the way of the Lord is so different from keeping his commandments. I, I, I just want us to note this before I move on. Walking the ways of the Lord and keeping his commandments, they are different. They are different. It's, it's, it's apparent that Everyone who has come to know the Lord walks its way. Now, people who have heard about the Lord and, and want to be in Him, they keep the commandments. But those who have come to know and believe him, they walk in his way. What's the difference? Matthew 23, 22. Matthew 23, 23. Are you there? Jesus said to them, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. What money? What you have done for us? For nothing. For some money, and me, I don't know. No, 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 Let's look at this in Amplifier. Matthew chapter number 23, verse number 23 in Amplifier. The word says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, pretenders and hypocrites, for you give a taint of your mint and dill and cumin and have neglected and omitted the weightier, more important matters of the law, which are right and justice, mercy and fidelity. Look at this. Right Justice, mercy, and fidelity. When you put them together, what words come to your mind? What words come to your mind? 
love. He says, and when, when Jesus said, you tithe, he's saying, you are keeping the law. But, there's something left. And I want us to know what is left when you, when you keep the law. Is it all that you need to do? No. Tell you what, keepers of the law will not see the kingdom. Mm-mm. Keepers of the law will not see the kingdom. If keepers of the law would see the kingdom, Christ wouldn't have come. I tell you this. Keepers of the law will not in any way see the kingdom. For when Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of God was at hand, he was talking to keepers of the law. Like the Pharisees, the scribes, the Sadducees, they they knew the law, they knew every single thing about the law. Remember Nicodemus? He was a teacher of the law. And Jesus said to him, you are a teacher of the law and yet you don't know these things. Why? For those things are hidden in the kingdom. And they are the things of love. The things of love are hidden in the kingdom. So until the Holy Ghost comes, the things of love will not be revealed unto you. But the things of the law will be revealed unto you. And they are easier to keep them. Hallelujah. Amen. So let, let's look at this. Second John chapter 1, verse number 6. Second John chapter one, verse number six. The word of God says, "And this is love that we walk." You remember what we read in, in Joshua right now? That we walk according to the commandment. It says, "And this is love that we walk." According to his commandments. Hold it there. Let's go back to Joshua 22, verse 5. It says, Only be careful to observe the commandments and the law of Moses, the law that Moses, the servant of the law, commanded you to love the Lord your God and to walk in all his ways. And to walk in all his ways. And to keep his commandments. Back to 2 John 1 says, he says, and this is love that we walk according to his commandments. And this is love that we do what? We walk according to his commandments. So this is the more excellent way that we walk according to the commandments of God. That is the more excellent way. Here is, there is a difference between observing the commandments and walking in the commandments. Observers of the commandment one with this one are those who pertain to do things according to the commandment. Anyone where near my and I'm running to what do they do? They do things. Praise God. Hallelujah. And those who walk according to the commandment are those who live in Christ. Anyone what What's the difference? I'm not victimizing, but I have to preach. So forgive me to use such an example. There are people who observe Sabbath. Right. 
their Sabbath is on a particular day. I don't know which day, and I don't want to mention any day. They have a Sabbath day. Okay? So when that day comes, it is Sabbath. And they observe all the rules concerning Sabbath. Get it so clear. Everything concerning Sabbath, they do. On that day, it's a day they show love. It's a day they, they exercise the law. And when that day passes, and the next day passes, the, the next day is ordinary to them. So they do what they want to do. And on Sabbath day, they do what God wants them to do. Praise God. They are observing the law. Like, so Sabbath day to them is like six months. Whether you like it or not, six months you have to close your, your business. What do we do on six months? It's a holiday. True or false? What do we do? We observe it. How many times? Once a year. And these guys observe Sabbath once a year. Once, once a week. But to anyone who has received Christ and walk according to the commandment, not observe the commandments, but walk according to it every day. Every minute, every second, it's a Sabbath. Do you wait until a day like this before you exercise love? No. You know that it's an every second affair. And in everything you want to do, you have to consider what the word of God says concerning that situation. To get it done. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the law is not a limitation on you. Get it so clear. The law is not a limitation on you. But you have placed a limitation on the law. Why? Because the law has been fulfilled in you. So the law has no control over you. Let me explain something basic to you before I go to my sermon, and I need you to get it so clear. It will change your life. Now, we know that Satan sinned, right? That's all you know. Satan sinned, right? Satan did not sin. Don't be amazed. He did not sin. The word of God says, where there is no law, there is no transgression. And Bible has not stated it anywhere that there was a law in heaven. In heaven, there are no laws. So Satan didn't sin. He did not. But listen to what he wanted to do. Satan had plans. He saw that God was so magnificent, so glorified, and he has parted some of the glory unto him. And Satan tasted the glory. And I will, I will tell you why some men of God have become God. Satan tasted the glory and he saw how glorious the glory was. And he said, God, I want all the glory. Satan was just being Oliver Twist. That's it. He was just being Oliver Twist. He wanted more. But God has said something. He says, I share my glory with no 
God is ready to share everything. But not his glory. So he said, Satan, I cannot share that one. Go and glorify yourself down there. Go and rule everything down there. I will rule everything. So he threw him down. Praise God. Hallelujah. Have you thought about this? Watching home. I, I just I, I want you to know some definite things. So when may be now let's look at the situation of Adam. Adam, Adam was given a law. God said, Don't eat of this tree. We all know that. But God did not say, Satan. I, I will never share my glory with you. God did never said that to Satan. No, any angel. God never said to them, none of you will become like me. Every man wants to become like the father. If you ask my little boy, what do you want to become? He will tell you, a man of God. Like who? I, I once asked him, I mentioned two big names. and said, do you want to become this or that? He I never mentioned my name. He forgot about the two big names and he said, you, the mom was there. He said, I want to become like you. I said, wow. That's a sign. And Satan knew God as the father. But you know the challenge. Satan wanted to become like the father when the father will be subject to him. <laughs> Satan, who was created, wanted to subject the creator to creation. Praise God. That was the challenge. So, what do you see in there? Pride. Pride. Now, God told Adam, Don't eat. And Adam ate. And Adam did. So Adam sinned. Because there was a law. Where there is no law, there is no transgression. In this case, there was a law. But God came down. Adam! Adam! Where are you? Father, I am naked. Adam did not say, I'm not coming. He did not further rebel. He submitted himself to that authority with meekness. He was sublime. Humility. God, I'm naked. I am not worthy of your presence. You know, when, when we say Adam, Adam said, God, I'm naked, we think, Adam was th- thinking about this. Yeah, Adam wasn't thinking about this. Because Bible has said in chapter 2 that they were naked and did not know. Why? Because they were clothed with the glory. But Adam saw that the glory was gone. Therefore, he was no worthy of God's presence and could not stand God's presence because when the glory is gone you recognize your flesh in the presence of the glory you see a broken flesh hallelujah amen and the glory resides as a result of love. That is why I'm taking you through this. The glory only resides as a result of love. Now, when God, when Adam said, I'm naked, God did not speak further to his nakedness. He said, who told you you are naked? Are you eating of the tree? Where did Diana make time? Are you thinking God did not know Adam has eaten of the tree? He's the all-knowing God. He needed not Adam. He did not he needed not Adam. You know, God knew that he had eaten. He knew that he was snake. What did Adam do? He confessed death. Wherever there is confession, there is forgiveness. 
with all the anger in God. What did God do? He killed an animal. And robbed Adam. Adam. Have you ever thought about that? That was the first time the lamb was exposed. That was the first time Christ was exposed. You know, when God was approaching Adam, Adam, and Adam heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. Please, voice do not have legs. The voice of God is the word. The voice of God is Christ Jesus. So when Adam sings, the presence of God could never approach him. But the word could approach you. Why? The word gets you onto that stage of repentance. True love. So God showed love. Wrapped him. Why didn't God show love to Lucifer? Why? I didn't try. Pride. Why did God show love to Satan? Show love to Adam. Humility. For the Holy Spirit to abide and impart on you love, the first thing confession of what? Your status. It's not your sins, your status. Because it is your status that has prevented him to come. Your status. It's not sin. Your status is full of iniquities. That he will block your transgression. And for you to be matured in love, you need the glory. And the glory will only persist. And the glory will only be full when you have a broken flesh. With all the anger in God, he still allowed Adam. Give him the second chance. Praise God. Hallelujah. If we will all see where we are, who will live on? Now, God gave Adam a second chance but did not cancel the law. The law still stood as it was. And he is telling you and I in 2 John 1 6 that if you walk according to my commandment that's it. All things will be fulfilled. When we say all things will be fulfilled in us, do we really understand what we are saying? All things will be fulfilled in us. What and what? I'm telling you, you, you see, maybe you need a bus to do your business. But you know that the bus cannot be in you. But I tell you, the bus you are looking for is in you. Yeah, the bus is bigger than you. Mm-hmm. This man is not making sense. Oh. <laughs> God. Hallelujah. It doesn't make sense physically. But spiritually, that's what it is. Praise God. Hallelujah. All things are fulfilled in you. Let's look at how that happened. John 14, verse 15. Jesus said, If you love me, do what? 
Keep my. How many are the commandments? How many commandments do we have? How many? Cry, you say how many? Cry, say one and two. Okay, let's file our defense. Those of you saying, did, did somebody say two here? Okay, I'm two. Which and which? Love your father, which is God, with all your heart. Uh-huh. And the second one is love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, so you are quoting from Matthew 22, 34 to 40. All right. So he said it all. Love the father, love God, and love your neighbor. Now, there's a common denominator. There's a common denominator. What's the denominator? What's the denominator? That's it. And, and you see, the scripture I read to you gave us the commandment. Jesus says, if you... And, and hear this. If Jesus is not expecting anything from us, when he says, if you love me, keep my commandment, he's telling you and I that the commandment can only be fulfilled through love. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 17. Let's see what Jesus says. I'm loving this. The more excellent way, it's only love. Matthew 5, 17. Jesus said, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Verse number 18. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot, will pass from the law until all is Accomplished. I, I, I want us to look at two key words accomplish and fulfill. Accomplish and fulfill. The word is only fulfilled in you. But the word cannot be accomplished in you. The word is accomplished in Christ. After the cross. But fulfilled in you. The accomplishment of the word means it has completed all that it has to do. Salvation has come in totality. Meaning the trumpet has sounded. We are quick to heaven. Then the, the word is accomplished. Are you hearing it? Then the word is accomplished. What about the fulfillment of the word? Christ said he had come to fulfill the word. He had come to fulfill the law and the prophets. How did he do that? How? And he spoke about it so many times. We just read the scripture here in Matthew 22, 23 when he was telling the Pharisees and the scribes not to only pay their tithes, but to also be merciful unto widows, unto orphans, to show love. Is that ringing a bell to you now? To show love. So he was telling them, don't just observe the law, but fulfill it. Fulfill it. And I saw the fulfillment of, of the law in totality in the early church. Acts chapter 5 said they, they, they had everything in common. 
All the disciples and apostles, they had everything in common. Everything. Everything. No discrimination. If they were in church, you would see some sitting in high places. If they were moving around, you would see some in tilted clothes and some well dressed. Because they shared everything in common. What does that bring to your mind? They practicalize love. Today, somebody is not in church because he doesn't have what to wear. I'm telling you, and you know, you know them in your home, in your environment. You have seen them, you know them. You, ah, you know them. What have you done about it? You drive past them every day. You know people in your neighborhood who cannot afford a one square meal. You know them. They greet you because you ask for you can't greet them. They are not your class. But if Jesus has classified himself and classified us, would we have been saved? We are experiencing the gift of Jehovah today. And, and we have to make it more evident in our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said he came to fulfill the law. Meaning he came to get us to love. And he told us to love in obedience to the commandments. The book of Romans chapter number 13, verse number 8. Mm, 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 mm. Lord, true love. Oh, boy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you here? Hallelujah. The word of God says. Verse 8 of Romans 13. We are in the house of God. There is liberty. It says, Oh, no one anything except to love each other. <laughs> For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. What's the money of the Kajod of Domo? Not your day, Nyonkono, every and For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Verse number nine. For the commandment, you shall not commit murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not commit murder. You shall not steal. You shall not commit. And any other commandment are summed up in this way. You shall love your neighbor as your. What's not your case? As you are near, we mock from no ammonia deno. Snassam, be our wa What come as a simu said? Don't you know? Wow. Verse 10. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfilling the law. What's your donor, your company? It's your donor, Rasudi. Praise God. Hallelujah. Love does no wrong. Yeah. Mm. Think about it. Think about it. I'm not preaching. Think about it. Like a minute. The word of God says, Love does no wrong. Mm. Think, think, think about it. Love does no wrong. Think about it. I mean, ask yourself, do I have love? Some of you, even when you came to church this morning, you've done wrong. You were standing 
at the gate. Or you were at the car park. And now a car park or you were in church. And now sorry. And that young lady came. Like it is by, yeah? and uh-huh. You watch that young lady and you go like. I was so snagged and I talked to her. Love. And let me speak to the to the to the young men. In fact, and men are like. Someone said that man. When I look at the way the wife is treating him, then I feel bad. So the only thing I have to do is I have to show him love. Yes, that's true. But this is not love. In fact, when you do that, you are actually showing the person hatred. Oh, yes, that's what temper under the action war. Praise God. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to believers? Yes. Forgive me, but that's the word of God. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Many of you, your bank accounts, your bank accounts no? you, some of you can even borrow to the nation. I remember a very nice story in the world. A man who had a lot of yield in a year. And said, so, oh, relax. There's Plenty in your bank. I'm going to build this for you. I'm going to do that for you. And God sat in heaven and looked at him. And God also called him. And he said, So, look at me. But you know how God called him? He said, You. Hey. Capitalities. You fool. Your soul will be required of you tonight. Where would the plenty be? When you live here, walk into your account. In fact, those of you carrying your ATM, walk into the ATM. Empty the ATM, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, machine and go, go and go and spread it I'm around. Not to go by home. I'm to yeah, you so. <laughs> what did your wife do to you, Philip? What happened? Nothing, Madam God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Because hear this. Research your way. I'm not saying this for saying sake. Yes, can I take There are people here. And if you have hundreds of thousands in your account. Just tell you account. Millions in your account. But let me tell you how poor you are. You are very poor. Very, very poor. And I'm telling you how poor you are. And your poverty is extreme. Because of love. You have not shown love. Let me declare to you your level of poverty. You have people. But your bus will never overflow. No. And I tell you that money sitting in your account. The devil has already created a need. Not, not a want. A need for that money sitting in your account. Because you lack love. It is only love that will fulfill that money stay in your account. Match it anywhere. If you don't show love, just one person in your family will draw all that money from you. It could be your wife. It could be your child. Very simple sicknesses. Like cancer. 
But if you have shown love, what are they That sickness wouldn't be there. Why? Listen to the devil's own confession about Job. Job, the devil said to God, Does Job love you for nothing? Have you not hurt him? And all that he has at every side, but you have everything. But the Lord has nothing. You don't know what love is. Walk in the excellent way. If you had love, you would have been given. And Jesus says, Give, and it shall be how. It shall be given unto you how. Press down, shaking together, and overrunning. But because you don't give, what you have is always kept for disaster. Love. This Easter. Easter baby. Let me talk about Christmas first before I jump. This Christmas. Christmas You have two all the fowls on in, in Medina Market. Why go call Medina Market Medina Market is a pick of fowl. Eh? They are now you know. Because of you. Why? Because you have the money to buy. So we'll scrub it with the area. And so oh, but I didn't eat alone. Friends came to my house. Which kind of friends? Your usual friends. Zero. Zero. When you leave church, check the street. Even on Easter Sunday, Christmas Sunday, somebody still has to be a Kayu. I ain't told you. Also be a Kayu. And every day, some of you, the women, look at my face. Look at look at me. The women, all of you, look at me. Am I? You you have specific Kayus. When they see your car, they run. Some of them, you trust them to understand that you even give your back. The bag in which your money is. You give it to them whilst you are shopping. But when Christmas came, you, you remember that you need to feed your kids. You need to clothe your kids. But that kaya you has been your kid throughout the year. Praise God. Yeah. Love fulfills the law. Let me read this scripture to you. As my last scripture to you for the day. And I'll end my sermon in three minutes. Galatians chapter 5, verse number 14. It says, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as who. What's in the money in every pay at some back who and said, Don't know who's home. Do you know why? You know, John wrote that the commandment is summed up in two. Jesus also said, Same in, in Matthew 20, 34 downwards. But I say this. If, if we say we love God and hate our neighbors, we are, we are liars. So to love God is to love your neighbor. When you read 1 Corinthians 13, it says, Love is not arrogant, it's not rude, it's not proud. A man who loves 
cannot talk about these things. No. And I want to tell you why God plays us ahead of angels. Are you here? Lucifer was an angel, right? Lucifer, or your buffer. And pride filled him up. And I'm a social man. When God cursed him, that curse still remains. In Genesis chapter 3, God cursed him. And he cursed you and I in the same chapter. But Christ came to redeem you and I. But the curse on Satan still remains. Why? Satan is full and filled with wrath and arrogance. But we humbled ourselves before God. Humility leads to love. Therefore, God has placed us above angels. Said, I have made you a little lesser, a little lower than Elohim. Which is himself. The way to love is humility. And the way to God's heart is love. The expression of love is not to God, but to your fellow human beings. For God first love us, even when we were sinners, that we will learn of him who is love and then express it out of the fullness of our hearts and let others experience him let others experience God through the love that we share stick to love and your destination is near good morning you've been blessed. You can fellowship with Zoe Outreach Embassy in any of our branches. For further inquiries, kindly call plus 233 54 Lord,